When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we're going to talk about commitment and manifesting today. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a really good one. We might say that a lot, but this is really going to be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) What are you excited about, Cass? (laughs) Um, Everything. I was thinking this morning, I'm like, all right, what am I going to be excited about today? Or not what am I, but like, what am I going to say? Because I have to, you know, filter it down. Otherwise, it'd be the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I think I just go with everything. Like, everything is amazing and um just has this newer energy and I love I I always love my life but there's those deeper moments and every single part is I'm just loving and it's it's all growing and I'm just so excited for where I am and what I get to experience that's awesome that's growth deepening opening (laughs) it is what are you excited about um, well, I just want to comment first on Cassie's, it's true, we would take up the whole episode talking about what she's excited about, because we just spent like an hour and a half talking about what we're excited about in our life. <laughs> we had to cut down recording time. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel excited about, I really feel an energy in the air of like movement and things happening. And I'm talking about like the last two days. So like the week before this, I was sharing with Cass. I was so, um, it wasn't, I don't label it as lazy anymore. I used to, but it was very low energy. Like I didn't move my body a lot. I walked, that's it. I didn't do anything extra in my business. I just all basic needs. And I can really feel the opposite of that now in these last few days of the high energy. And it is, it's exciting. I can feel things moving. I think feel things happening with my clients, with, with Lisa, with my family, within myself. And it's fun. It's exciting to feel that energy. Like, and there are little details that I could, that are happening like specifics, but the bigger funner part is the knowing, being aware of that energy and just knowing like what, what's going to come next. (laughs) (laughs) Just experiencing Uh. it with awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I get that. And I think that is part of Um, because I took most of last week off, um, just because I know, and as you were talking, I'm like, oh, this ties into commitment. I want to talk about commitment to space Mm. too. Um, Mm. because I made a commitment to myself that I would, um, you know, take more intentional times off during the year, you know, really do it intentionally. And so at least once a quarter, you know, I'm taking, you know, like most of the week off and, um, I can feel the difference in that space. Like even when you love something, even when it's awesome, this space and this like, you know, whether you want to call it low energy or just being able to be and not having things on your plate to do, 
Um, even if you've done a really good job of only having things that you love on your plate, even just having that space of nothing, um, leads to so much more opening and growth and energy. And it just, I think it, it opens you up to receive more too. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I have some questions for you about this. So a, have you always been good at this? No. So I don't even need to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to highlight that this seems really funny that this is like a skill that you have to learn, but you we do have to learn to give like mm-hmm. practice giving ourselves space and we do get better at it at giving ourselves that space now what about has the feeling when you're in that space or you're taking that space changed for you the feeling when i'm in that energy or taking that space yeah um like um like does it See, feel different yeah mm-hmm. um Yes. Um, yeah. Because I, I can let go more. You know, exactly. like it might be I need a break. It might be, um, or you know, like a, in the past, I think sometimes it felt like it was always a, almost like a reaction to like, oh, I've been too busy. I need to take a break. Um, but now mm-hmm. it really feels like more space. And yeah, it does feel different. It feels <laughs> this will probably resonate with people. It feels like there's more peace in the moment and not that I feel more peaceful, but I do, but like that there's less chatter, so much less chatter. Like I would say none in my brain anymore Mm -hmm. about the break. And so that Mm -hmm. adds to that peace. That is it. The thoughts about the break give you that sense of peace because I I noticed that myself I wanted to see if it was the same for you that the better I get at this like at the beginning when I'm like okay yeah I need to create space and okay I'm going to take a day off and I spend all day thinking about work even though I'm not doing it (laughs) (laughs) and so that's not really a break right but over time you learn how to just like Cass said let go more in that space so it becomes more and more beneficial for you in that creating that sense of balance in your life Um, but I just wanted to mention because I think sometimes we get into a little habit of judging ourselves about uh, what it was or wasn't what it you know if you think I should have felt relaxed and I didn't and then it's waste no it's okay you're just on your path it's just you're learning it and it's just good to practice yes oh I love it I love that we had this conversation because I think I know how important it is and it is hard in the beginning so all of this is important for our listeners if they're trying to open up space yeah so how does this actually tie into commitment let's talk about that Mm. um so going back to what I said in the beginning you know it's a commitment. I made a commitment. Um, you know, I think the first commitment I probably made to myself was, um, like to stop pushing so hard. Right. But I, Mm. but then I made commitments along the way about allowing space. Um, and I can go back. This is one story where I really learned how important this commitment is. Um, you know, I had made the decision. This was probably at least five years ago at this point. Wednesdays are my day off. If you've been listening to us for a long time, you probably know that Wednesdays are my day off. I didn't work. I didn't get on the computer. I didn't do any coaching. 
And I very intentionally took that day off to feel that freedom and that space. And that was my commitment. And so, and it's evolved and it's shifted over the years to support me. But in that moment, like it was new and that was the commitment. And I remember I was meeting my dad because I was going out of town before Father's Day. And so I was going to take him to lunch early and he got held up at the dentist office. So I'm waiting for him in the dentist office parking lot. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, there's no reason I was coaching on Facebook at the time. There's no reason I can't get on and like coach right now because I don't have (laughs) anything else to do. Like, I'm like, I'm just waiting. He's late. You know, he had called me and he told me like, Hey, they said it's going to be another half hour and I'm sitting in my car and I'm just like, well, I'm not going to leave. You know, I, I had this whole conversation with myself and I'm like, no, you committed to not work. And so I just kept honoring that commitment, honoring that commitment. And then I had an inspiration and I called my cousin and I can't tell you to this day what we talked about, but what I do know is that it was a very powerful, important conversation for us. And when we got off the phone, I realized the power of that commitment of the space is, oh, I would have let myself work and I would have missed this opportunity to connect. That is so cool. Yeah. And, and for me, I just, I always go back to that, especially when a commitment of space is that I don't know what's on the other side. Like it might be easy. I might feel great. I might want to work. And yet that commitment to space, which for me now is, looks a little bit different. Um, it looks like taking some time, you know, just giving more space from calls and less coaching, um, for one, like, you know, five days out of the quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a row, you know, in a row, I think is important for me. Mm -hmm. And so just like, I always go back to that. Like when I was like, oh, you know, do I want to do this? And I'm like, no, this is the commitment. Go put it on your calendar for the rest of the year and commit to it. Like (laughs) if you, you know. um, And you know, you know now through experience, the magic that comes out of honoring that commitment. Absolutely. Yes. I think that's a great. Go ahead. You go. What I was going to say is I know the magic that comes out of it, but more importantly, I know that there's probably, ma- there is magic I will miss if I don't honor it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so juicy. Um, I think that is one of the greatest examples. And, and some. I think this is a great place to catch if we're not giving ourselves space Um is that feeling of I have nothing else to do I might as well (laughs) fill it and if that is if that comes up for you that's something I would I would um, pay attention to and see what happens if you don't fill it just for fun absolutely Um, but let's let's talk about let's come back for a second to like what is a commitment what would you define as a commitment Cass Ooh. Um, usually I look this up. Um, something that you've chosen to do for either a set amount of time, you know, whether it's once or it's a hundred times or for infinity, it's a, it's a decision that you've made to do engage or engage in something and that something can be space. Cool. Um, do you think there's a difference between decision and commitment? I think the decision 
like you have to make the decision to make the commitment. What do you think? Cool. Yeah. I was just, when you were talking, I was asking myself that if there's a difference and I think obviously it's individual for everyone, like what different words mean to you, right? Because mm-hmm. I think you can have the strength. I think to me, the word commitment holds more weight. It is like something more almost sacred. And we've actually talked about instead of using the word commitment, use devotion. But since mm-hmm. that time, I've grown a lot. <laughs> I've got a lot more comfortable <laughs> with the word commitment. And, and it truly is that like, it's totally about what you what you make it mean. Um, but I think I would like to say that my decisions can be as strong and solid as my commitments. Uh, I think if I was to differentiate, I would just use them in different areas. Like a commitment is something for yourself. Like your, it's about you and a decision is like, I could decide what I'm going to eat for dinner or decide where we're going to travel to. It's not so, it doesn't have so much meaning. The only way I can think to describe it. Absolutely. It's not as important. I like that. Yeah. Yes. And and a commit I think often commitment there's more purpose and intention behind it. And the purpose part is what I think I want to talk more about, whether it's in this moment or a little bit later in the podcast, because that purpose is why you make commitments. And when you when you make a commitment that's connected to a purpose, um, in, which goes back to intention, um, very, you know, LOA, when you do that, you, there's a reason to honor it. It's not just making a commitment, you know, kind of flippantly, like it is, it's, there's a purpose, there's a decision and there's an intention. If you walk it back to the beginning, it's, it's being, you're committing to this, to creation really. Yeah. Um, as soon as we started talking about commitment or when you were mentioning it, the first thing that came to mind is like the biggest commitment I've made in my life, which is to my wife. (laughs) And, and so I'm thinking about that as you're talking and like, yes, the purpose, the intention behind it. And there's something about a like depth to that. Like it's unmovable. That commitment is, Mm -hmm. is, it's deep. It's like who I am. It's a part of who I'm being in that. It's a part of who I want to be in that commitment. Like honoring that commitment is who I want to be. It's not something I need to do. It's not uh, an action. It's like the expression of my authentic self in that commitment. Yes. And so, um, Oh, I love this because I think commitment and we're, we're unwinding commitment is so often, um, it's thrown around. There's often shoulds connected to it and committing to something is usually, usually done. Maybe not for our listeners, but maybe they did in the past. Committing to something is often to get something mm-hmm. and to make it happen. Saying this purpose. Yes. This mm-hmm. purpose, this being this expression of ourselves, um, it's, it's just another way of being true to ourselves and who we are and who we want to become. Mm-hmm. I really think anyone who's listening to this podcast or walking this like deliberate path has on some level, maybe they haven't verbalized it, but made a commitment to 
being themselves or being their best self, you know, living on purpose. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yes. Yeah. So even just acknowledging that, yeah, yeah, I am committed to that. And sometimes actually that's great for me to come back to in different, that's another thing that also I am committed to, but it's not something that I just think I'm laughing at myself guys, because like I used to hate the word commitment. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I haven't brought that up once today. (laughs) And I'm like all over it now. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's great. Um, but really like living, living my purpose is a huge, it's a huge commitment for me. It's something that's really very important Mm -hmm. to me. And it's again, a part of who I am. It's, it's almost like I can't live any other way. Um, but I think having that depth of commitment with whatever it is you're doing in your manifesting. So let's, let's try to tie that in a little bit now. Yeah. Um, depth of commitment in your manifesting. Okay. Yeah. When you just hear those words, what do you think? Depth of commitment in your manifesting? Yeah. Um, sounds scary. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Um, only, only because of the different ways I interpret manifesting. If I think I have to be committed to get something, that doesn't, oh, yeah, yeah, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. But when I think about committing to becoming someone that feels exciting. Yes. How does it feel um, for you? So just to read. Or, yeah, keep going. I love that. I hadn't thought about the scary part, but when you said like, you know, the commitment to do something versus the commitment to be something, I totally right. get it. Yeah. Um, to me, it feels like my commitment to manifesting is it's who I am. It's a commit, like it's just a commitment I've made because for me manifesting at this point in my life, other than if I'm, you know, talking more to a beginner or, you know, I might write some things that are geared toward beginners, but for me manifesting is like, it's my way of being. And when I say manifesting, it's stepping into the next version of my future self Mm -hmm. and becoming that person that I have very deliberately um, and sacredly chosen and connected with, with that, you know, probability in the universe um, and, and really connected with. So for me, manifesting, like when I hear it and I think about committing to that is deep and soulful and um, sacred. Yeah. And like the ultimate. Yeah. That's awesome. So And this is why commitment works for us. These kinds of commitments works for us because we're aligned with this, uh, I don't don't even know what to say, approach or the idea of it, the feeling of it. Um, Because I think that's, even before you make a commitment, if it's something you think you have to do, because that's, I think, the old way of of using commitment is Mm -hmm. I'm going to force myself to do this action, so I'm going to commit to it. And there's much, much, much more powerful way to make a commitment. Yes. Oh, so much more powerful way. And I, I agree. Like when you, it's, it's super easy when you're using this, this version, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about inspired commitment. Oh yeah. Cassie termed that. Um, (laughs) I did term that. It's my new, uh, you know, because I will often get, um, and I've seen it with my clients, you know, so what is the difference? And and so I think it came up with a client on one call. 
And then I was doing, you know, some write-ups for my other podcast about a certain client and, and inspired commitment. And so, you know, very often it's like, well, the question comes up, you know, something like, you know, do I, do I make myself do my manifesting work or something like that? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so my, for this, you know, because we talk about not forcing things and I'm very big into that. But for me, I mean, I never even use the term force when it comes to manifesting um, because it's always a choice. And Mm -hmm. when you can put anything in a choice, like it's the choice to become who I want to become or the choice to stay who I am, I'm always going to choose to become, which for me is always going to lead to honoring my commitment. That's a big deal, um, even like right there in what you said, Cass. Like that, that can be a game changer if that's all you do is give, is remind yourself of the choice before you step into any action that you think you need to do. Even it, when it's so, when it's your manifesting quote unquote work, giving yourself that choice each time do I want to, do I want to take this path or this path? That mm-hmm. just, foundationally sets up the intention going into that action. Yes. And makes it clear, like what commitment are you honoring? Right. Yeah. You're not just honoring a commitment to your manifesting work. Like mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, to an assignment, you know, if you're one of my clients, it's, it's to who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And when you really make it about that bigger commitment and the commitment is about the big things, not about the little things, the little commitments are byproducts of that bigger commitment. Um, the, the choice gets so much easier and the, the forcing really like dissipates a lot. Mm-hmm. So what would you um, say? Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, what would you say is the difference between a commitment and an inspired commitment? So I think very often an inspired commitment comes out of, you know, we're, we're doing the work, we're getting aligned and there is an inspiration, a whisper, uh, like, Oh, I, I should, um, and I don't, I want another term for should, but we like, Oh, I, it would be fun, but sometimes I don't think that's, I'm going to use should. I should do this for 30 days. Like I should commit to this sort of up level for 30 days. So Mm -hmm. whether it's in your business, which I was talking about writing up about my client for her, it was that it was, there was an inspired commitment, um, during menopause awareness month, a couple of years ago to put out something every single day. Mm -hmm. And it was inspired. And so honoring that, even when it didn't feel good, and making sure, you know, even if it's just before midnight on that day that it gets done, like that was an inspired commitment. And so mm-hmm. absolutely, like she should follow through with that. Yeah. Anytime we have an inspired commitment, sometimes, or I would even say a lot of the time in the middle of it, when we're talking about an inspired commitment to, for example, going back to my beginning example of taking the break, right? There's some point in the middle where you go, Um, And that was an inspired commitment. It came out of the work and, you know, going back on it, it was an inspiration. It was totally inspired. And it Mm -hmm. was like, this is what this looks like. And it was also a, you know, a deeper commitment to becoming my future self. But at some point in the long term of that commitment, there might be a time, especially if it was inspired, because it's, it's leading to more growth and becoming that it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel awesome. And so the question then becomes, well, this was inspired, but now it's not inspired. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't actually think that's what's happening. It's not that it's not inspired anymore. It's that you've bumped up against that growth that you actually wanted, which the inspired commitment was leading you to. Mm-hmm. And so if it is inspired, I think you you go through with it. And again, I won't use the term for, force, but you honor that commitment. You honor um, the commitment over the momentary fleeting emotion. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a lot of power in that. One of my clients had that same thing with for meditation. She had the inspiration to do 30 days of meditation and mm. it well actually the actual example was like okay I did 30 days and nothing's changed <laughs> and we had we, we had that we had a conversation did some coaching on it and then like a day later there there was the answer like there was the feeling there was the mm. shift she was waiting for but it that it was honoring that commitment got her to the place where she was able to receive the shift that she was kind of after um and that was a very busy month for her and honoring that I don't hopefully I'm communicating this right but it was in the process of honoring it honoring the commitment to herself that she grew into the that person that next place for her yes yeah yes and so whether it's directly or indirectly right like in the honoring of that commitment she grew. So sometimes for people, it's about like knowing that you can commit to that. Um, and, and having that experience of executing that commitment or living through that commitment. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's the thing, like going back to my story, it's the realization like, Oh, this is what happens when you honor your commitments, your inspired commitments and who you want to be. Yeah. So really the first thing is in identifying was is this maybe you're in the middle of of something that you have committed to or you're wanting to do something or you know had different little ideas is first thing is acknowledging and identifying was this or is this inspired like where mm-hmm. where was i what kind of place was i in when i received this idea was i trying to fix a problem or was i feeling great about life right where did it come from yeah. and Okay. Yeah. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> there was no and. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. Well, cause what I want to say about that is, um, most people are working with a lot of attraction. They go to that moment that doesn't feel good. And they and they think, think of it as that moment. But if it is a commitment and it's an inspired commitment, it goes way before that moment and it goes way beyond that moment. Mm-hmm. And if you can see that instead of, oh, I'm not supposed to do things that don't feel good in this moment, I'm going to, I'm going to stop this commitment, but you know, or having that conversation with yourself about forcing it. I think step one is just shifting to honoring that, you know, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to honor my commitment. How does Mm -hmm. that feel? Um, but yeah, if you can take it out of the moment that doesn't feel good and go back to the beginning and say, um, Oh yeah, I remember I was inspired. I was doing my work. I had just got done scripting and I had this this thing pop up in my head out of nowhere that said, do this, commit to mm-hmm. this. Then you remember, oh, this commitment is connected to my deeper purpose and commitment and intention of becoming who I want to become. Mm-hmm. And even if you just do that work, I, I think the whole, like everything else will melt away and you'll do it. Yeah. 
that can change in an instant too mm-hmm. with that oh, shift, yeah. shift in focus. I want to talk about for a second. So you can have commitments to an action like meditation or scripting or something, mm-hmm. and you can have commitments to a beingness or a, a beingness. And so mm-hmm. I think with those longer ones, cause this, this question came up in our tribe about, you know, well, when, when should I kind of push through that temporary emotion if I don't want to do it? And so if it's something you're doing on a regular basis, say that the work, the, I call it the alignment work and, and then you get to like a Saturday and you're like, Oh, I, I would really love to, I want to do my work, but I also want to go spend time with my family. And, but I know when I do this work, I feel good. So that was like kind of where the question came from. Like, when should I force push through this, this feeling a little bit so that, because I know doing the work feels good. Um, and I, so I think this, the first thing to do is like step back and realize, well, what am I committed to in this situation? Am I committed to the actions of the work or am I committed to being the person who honors herself? Like which one is more important in this moment? Because, and it might be that you can achieve the same results, I'm going to say, or outcome of having a great day and feeling good by doing either, but you do have to step back and identify, like maybe spending time with your family is being the woman that you are doing the work to become. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think this is the, I would kind of add a third one is, you know, what, what was my commitment to like, doing the work about, right? And take it back yes. to, am I committed to this person? And then looking at it, um, and sometimes your commitments need to be adjusted, especially to the work. You know, so yeah. Jenny and I have talked about this, I think on past, like I don't do the work seven days a week. I, mm-hmm. I do the work, but I don't do assignments seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I do the work, I catch my thoughts, I engage in things that I love, but I believe in becoming, you have to have some experience. And so I coach my people like five days a week, four to five days a week is perfect. Mm-hmm. And you can trust that that energy is carrying into your day. That's giving you the experience that's going to continue to help you grow. Yeah. That's the beingness. Like that's the time to practice the living, what you've been <laughs> pra- like um, scripting or <laughs> activating for the five days. Yes. Yeah. Or, and, and I don't, it's not so like black and white, but to, experience an element of it in a in a different way mm-hmm. just as valuable Absolutely. and and I do think it takes both of those I know we're getting a little off topic but it takes the being in it and it takes the practicing it when you're not in it yes yeah it does and and those both are important for growing yeah um I don't think you know you can do the work I don't think you can be do manifesting work, however you want to define it, um, all the time and not living. <laughs> right. You have right. to do the work and then allow it both, you know, practical through choice and living, all the things that come through living, you have to allow that work to take over and for you to get to choose to honor that work, you know, outside of the work. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd wrap up with Cass about, um, commitment and manifesting? 
um, to become really aware of that it's not, you know, go back a couple moments than the moment that you're trying to make that choice. Um, and decide for yourself right now, you know, who do you want to be when it comes, what does commitment mean to you? Um, does it feel good? And, you know, what does it mean? And so what is, how does that mean you behave in terms of commitments to who you're becoming? And if inspired commitments come up, decide now, um, because it's easier if you choose now, you start to become that person than sort of getting in the middle of it and, and trying to navigate all of this at once. Mm-hmm. That's such great advice, just like a little bit at a time. It's much easier. <laughs> and I think I would say too, if you've played with this or if you haven't before, refreshing within yourself, like what, who am I committed to being? And and don't make it everything, just like, just like Cass said, just what's one thing or one way that you're committed to being in your life? Even if that is, I'm committed to being deliberate, I'm committed to living purposefully. Just, just reignite that within yourself. Yes. And that's all. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, it's Cassie. And I am guessing if you are listening to Manifest It Now that you are somebody who loves to learn about the law of attraction in action. You like stories. You like hearing how people are doing it. So I want to invite you to my other podcast, Manifesting Success Stories, where you can hear stories of people that I'm working with putting the law of attraction into action and how it's working and how they're manifesting money and more into their lives. Just search Manifesting Success Stories on your favorite podcast app. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.